Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine, I'm Andy Dawson, I'm Sam Nifty Delaney, so what? Ah, it's Friday morning, we haven't done any recording since uh, Tuesday or something, we've had a few days off, haven't we Sam? It's, it's very good. really nice. Very nice, I mean, I do enjoy talking to you and talking to our listeners, the canters, yes. but at the same time, sometimes you just need to take your foot off the gas a bit, and as we... Primarily, you enjoy talking to me. Yeah, more yeah, so. And than I like the seeing listeners. your face. People might not know that we are always on FaceTime. I like to see you. Yeah, I like to um, assess you physically. <laughs> <laughs> I like to Take look at your look. face. I'll move mm. my microphone out of the way. Take a look. I like. What to, do you think? Well, I'm not going to tell you because I'm always privately assessing you, but oh, I'm, I, I can assess your physical and mental state um, from. Looking at your face, just, just from my face. I like to analyse your face. Is it good C- today? It good very good. You, you, Thank you're, you. You're, I've got high hopes for today's podcast. I feel you're I firing th- all cylinders, <laughs> and the rest has done you the world of good. I, I know I feel that. Like. I, I, I feel full of beans, mate. Full of fucking beans. Full of vim and vigour. You've so been much. out and about early this morning, I believe. Ah, oh, what a start today! Well, first of all, it's the first time in three months I've been woken by an alarm. Strange feeling, mm. strange feeling, yeah. and not an entirely bad one. But I had to get up the storage. Uh, I'll ex- I'll explain the backstory. Some of you all know from Twitter that I have been engaged in warfare with the inter- with the Global Business Solutions Corporation mm. Xerox, right? Yeah. Um. So more of that later. But because I had to get up to meet someone who was collecting my Xerox machine, I set the alarm. And it was strange. I set it for six thirty, I think, Fuck. and and I, and I'm usually just waking up naturally around eight ish because of lockdown, right? And yeah. I um, I, w- I did some peculiar things. Like I went downstairs and I started to make tea. Now you know me. I consider myself a tea pro, right? Mm. There was no tea. Le- you know, I only use tea leaves. There was no tea leaves in the yeah. tea leaf jar. So I staggered to the cupboard where we keep our backup supplies. I took a box out of my Sainsbury's Fair Trade English breakfast, right? My preferred Is that brand. Your tea of choice. It's my tea of choice, and because my brain was not used to being awake so early and getting straight up when the alarm goes to make tea, I started me Sam Delaney, self-proclaimed tea pro. Hmm. I opened the box of tea and the foil bag containing tea leaves inside, right? And rather than emptying it into the jar, because you've got like a week's worth of tea there, and then spooning my usual four and a half teaspoons into my large red pot. Is, is that for one cup? Four no, and a half no, teaspoons? No, no. That's it's a two no, cup? No. no, it's for my six cup pot. <clears throat> right. That, But that's what I've discovered with that particular, it depends on what leaves you're using, but with that particular tea leaf, I will use four oh. and a half and then fill up and the that, pot But how many, cups do you, how many cups do you get out of that? Six. 
Six? Mm. How many but do you have? I usually have like one and a half. My wife will have one and a half. The kids will have one each. And then okay. the last one you just see. One for Nelson. Yeah, one for Nelson. <laughs> there you go, son. <laughs> right. Cat tea. Gets him up in the morning. But, you know, I met... You know what I did? I opened the mm. foil bag, all bleary-eyed, from not being used to getting up early, and I just yeah. emptied this bag in its entirety <laughs> into the teapot. Into the pot. And it just filled... And then, I, and then the kettle boiled, <clears throat> and I went to pour the water in, and I looked. I don't know if you ever get this in the morning. I must be going, man, I just looked at it, I thought... What the fuck is all that tea doing in that bar? All those yeah. tea leaves. And I was like, fuck, I put it in there. Well, a lot of it had perished because it had been dampened. It had been water damaged by then. Oh, shit. Right. So I wasted a lot of tea this morning, which didn't feel good. But that's just getting back to normal life. You know, you, your body and your brain aren't used to it. I made a colossal tea error. Um, but... It's just another one of the casualties of this horrific pandemic, isn't it? Really it really is, yeah, it really is. And people, no one's written a think piece about it, but I tell you what, keep your eyes on the pages of The Guardian because a certain <laughs> Mr. Estelani Esquire might get a thousand words out of that. <laughs> picture of me, picture of me, headshot of me looking really solemn and go, since COVID, we have all forgotten how to make tea and then make it analogous to society or Donald Trump. I don't know, I'm working on it. But... <clears throat> The, uh, it was good because I got down the storage. Mm. Um, I've reported before that I was locked into the world's um, most cast iron contract with Xerox over a photocopier mm. machine that a former member of my staff had signed us up to about three years ago, seemingly on a contract that committed us to pay Xerox thousands of pounds a year uh, indefinitely. Mm. In you know, just forever and ever, and nothing I did could seem to break the contract. Eventually, I did raise enough money to pay off the lease about a month ago, yeah. and I said, "Come and get it." And they had shown no willingness to get it. So even once you've paid them, they don't want to come and get it. Right? They do not want to come and get it. And things came to a head when I actually rang the team who were in charge of it, the so-called terminations team. And Shit. it went I mean, through. Th- 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 there's a double meaning. I know. Within the name of the department, team. isn't it? Right. I mean, that could go. That could go well for you. Or it could go badly. Depends on how they feel about well, you. Well, it went really badly. Oh. I called them up, and they were in, in Bangalore, right? Right. So I get through this number in Bangalore, but it didn't sound like a call centre. It just sounded like an office because I went. I rang it out. Ring, 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 and they mm. just answer like this. Hello. And I'm like, was that Xerox? Yeah. Is, is that, that Is that is that terminations team? Yeah, I thought this is a bit tr- fucking suspicious. So anyway, I explained my predicament and I said, "What you got to understand is, um, I've sent you all the details. I've paid up the contract. The machine is no longer mine; it's yours. But I'm paying four hundred quid a month for a storage unit to keep it in for yeah. you." Yeah. Do you know what they said to me? Right. This is Bangalore. This and that. All right. Genuine verbatim quote. You need to be patient. You yeah. need to be patient. And I, <laughs> I fucking flipped. I went, patient? I said, I've been trying to get out of this contract for years. I finally paid you up. It cost me over a grand to pay it up, right? Now I'm fucking keeping fucking the machine. Hell. I've sent you all the forms, right? I've sent you all the forms. I said, you've got all the details, right? And you will not even give me a vague indication of when you're going to pick it up. You just be patient. 
Right. Yeah, Next yeah, step. It's very, it's very, very relaxed, Pussycat. It was so. It was the Bangalore version of relaxed Pussycat. Just be patient. No, not just be patient. You need to be patient. This right? and that. Fucking. I don't need to be. I don't need to be patient. You know what it is. It's Sam Delaney. <laughs> yeah, this is Sam Delaney. And I'm all out of patience. I've had your photocopier for three years. Right? <laughs> Some daft Doris who used to work for me fucking got the world's most expensive fucking photocopier in 2017. I don't Back know why. Pop. Apparently, I fucking signed the contract. My signature's on it. Right? She must have falsified that. Now I'm out. You've got to get the machine. And I was saying all sorts. I was going, listen, it's your machine, not mine. I said, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to fucking wheel it out of the storage unit and leave it in the street to get rained on because it's your problem, not mine. Anyway, I'm ranting, right? They power played me in a spectacular way. I mean, in a way Mm. where you just have to hold your hands up and doff your cap to them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You have to applaud your opposition off the field of play because do you know what this woman did? Well, she didn't put the phone down, which I was half expecting because I was ranting. I mean, I wasn't being abusive or swearing, but I was mm. angry, right? Um, I'd, I was lamparding. I was, you know, and someone said to me on Twitter, you're going for lampard. I said, yeah, I am. We've we've discussed yeah, before. Everyone's it. got an in, in a lampard and sometimes it gets triggered. You mm. know, this has cost me thousands of pounds and I've called up Bangalore and some person's told me to be patient, right? So I've gone lampard. That will trigger lampard in the best of us. So I thought she's going to put the phone down in a minute. You know what she did? Mm. She starts, she goes, let me speak. You must be patient. We will, let, we will let you know. And I said, okay. Mind trick. And then after that, she didn't put the phone down. She just stopped talking to me. But she made sure that I knew she was still there because I heard right. the receiver go down on table. I could hear that. Yep. And then I heard her typing. So she was uh, getting on with yeah, her work. Yeah. She was getting yeah. on with her work, right? Yeah. But she was making sure that she... That, and I was going... So it was like... I was like a madman shouting at the moon, right? I was going... Maybe... Ah, maybe I don't maybe she was right. <laughs> maybe she was writing a thousand, pe- thousand word piece for The Guardian. Probably, <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. These cunts from the UK are ringing me up fucking crying about their fucking photocopiers while thousands of people die of COVID, right? I'm, yeah. I'm going... I'm literally going, Andy. I know you're there. I can hear you. Why won't you respond to me? Then I go, I suppose you think I'll just eventually give up. Well, I won't. Eventually, I gave up. Uh, she won and I lost, at yeah. least. But she won the battle, not the war. Because the, the, war. Next, the next day, I did. I employed all of the learnings that had worked out for me in Aviscate last year. Yeah. I took to Twitter to expose them. It turned out to be a good thing because I got lots of responses from other people who have been treated similarly, disdainfully, oh, by Xerox. Next up, watchdog. next up, I do what I always do, mate. I went on the website that contains the email addresses of chief executives and other senior execs of <laughs> every Lampard. company. Full Lampard. It's Lampard.com, isn't it? Emailed the fucking... Emailed, emailed the chief exec, mate. I've done it before. Yeah. Emailed the chief exec told them what had gone on in detail was polite i was i was very careful to write since again i am not making demands because i think i'm any more important or special than the next customer i simply am a small business person you are someone who markets yourself as supporting the small business community and in fact 
this at a time like You're this is us. exactly the sort of thing that can send companies under. Because every moment you're not collecting this machine, it is costing me money. I think mm. it is disgusting that you present yourself in one way and behave in the exact opposite. And I think people have a right to know. And this is why I've been publicising it on Twitter. Feel free mm. to take a look, mate. Email back, CC'd in someone from communications. Please deal with this and keep me posted on by the hour of what's happening. Uh, Bang! Yeah, Eight yeah. o'clock this morning, bloke turns up in a van to collect the Xerox, right? <clears throat> on the dot. On the dot. I've got no regrets. You might think that I was being entitled, but I wasn't. I was just fucking demanding what's right. I wasn't demanding mm. special treatment. I was insisting on the basic treatment, right? Really, they yeah. should be paying me back money for the, for the extra month I've had to pay in storage. So, anyway, that's the end of my Xerox tale. And uh, once it was gone and the bloke took it away in his van, I was so happy about getting rid of this Xerox. It's been like an albatross to me for years. I wheeled it down. The storage is on the first floor. I wheeled it out of the storage, stuck it in a lift, and wheeled it out into the car park myself. So when the bloke turned up, I went, there you go, mate. I fucking brought it out for you. He went, you absolute <laughs> legend. Right, <laughs> and I fucking wave the cunt off, <clears throat> laughing my head off. <laughs> See you, dickheads. <laughs> laughing just a little bit too long. Yeah, he thought you. He was looking at me like this cunt's fucking mad. He's like he's laughing and crying at the same time, just because I've taken a photocopier away. Never seen so. Well, now, ne- what's your now? What's your opinion of uh, of Xerox now? Right now. I'll never. If I ever see a photo, a Xerox photocopier again, it'll be too soon. We live mm. in an age where you can do everything at home with a fucking fifty quid, no, thirty quid printer from Ryman's or Asda. They sell them in Asda. Yeah. Right. You need to photo. Yeah. Now, if you need to photocopy something on mass, well, I can't see myself needing to do that again in my life. I hope. When when on earth am I going to need to have a thousand copies of one document? At short notice, never. It's not the kind that, of life. Those I days want. are over. It's not the kind of life the, I want to be involved with. The the days of Xerox are pretty much over. Good. They fucking know it as well. They're yesterday's men. Yeah. Things move on. Listen, mate. I'm in the podcasting game. That's the fucking future. Audio, yeah, not paper. You're killing the fucking <laughs> rainforests, right? We're knocking out. You know what? Our podcast is zero fucking emissions, mate. Fucking true as well. I was thinking that the other day. Have you, have you never heard of electronic signatures? You don't even need printing print contract anymore. Yeah. You can just do it online. TTFN, dickheads. But, you know, I was thinking the other day about how podcasting is great because it's a zero emissions business. At least ours is. Some some of the fairly, others fairly might. Zero might. emissions, yeah. Other, I don't know about the other podcasts. I don't know if um, Lineker or, or Adam Buxton or any of these other people. Well, they could be. Who knows? They're probably... Fucking Buxton's probably flying around on a private jet, right? Doing his yeah. one. Crouchy. He's probably he does it out in his back garden setting fire to tires while he's podcasting. <laughs> right? Letting all of that fucking or spraying right guard up at the ozone layer and cackling wildly. I wouldn't mind doing that tire one. Can we do that one, dear? Burn tires while Special episode podcasting. where we're burning some tires. Yeah, it would be but- nice, wouldn't it? Perhaps we should look into becoming the world's first zero carbon podcast. Well, I think we there are. Is, there, is, there is carbon emissions. We're using electricity here, aren't we? You know, mm. and we're using the uh, 
the WhatsApp video call thing, that probably burns up a lot of energy. First of all, As could, I know, is there a could way we, we invent a solar-powered power, solar microphone? Something like that, I don't know. Or do we plant some trees in lieu of the amount of carbon that we... If there's anyone, if there's it? anyone who is a sustainability, a sustainability professional, mm. right, or anyone else who's you know, or a hippie, for instance, listening. Yeah. I don't know if we have many hippie listeners. We did get a good turnout in Brighton, though, so you'd assume yes. Yeah, probably yeah. I mean, they I must have, they must have all been hippies, right? Um, yeah. But I'm really, well, they were all quite pissed. Yeah, fucking hell. Cider, probably home, home brew no, cider. Or maybe they were on acid. That would have been it. Yeah. <laughs> they had all been on acid. That would have been it. <laughs> they were certainly lively. Acid or you know, yeah, marijuana, something like that. Um, mushroom tea. <laughs> but you were yeah, about to say there, if any sustainability experts, yeah, can yeah, tell just us get in touch and advise us on how we can mm. be. Can I, can I can I just stop you there? Can I just say, please don't do that because I'm not interested. Well, if we got a short email saying, listen, to offset the it amount would, of energy two lines. you're it would using, two lines maximum. the energy you're using to put these podcasts out every day can easily be offset by you both keeping a bonsai tree in your fucking <laughs> rigs, right? Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> that would be as much information as I needed because I'm, I'm really, I don't care. Now, so many, so many of the emails, so know. many of them. Bonsai trees, right? I'd like one, so would you. I know that instinctively, right? I can tell by well, seeing your face. Not. Yeah. Here's another thing that I've been that came up in discussion in the week, and I thought this is something that me and Andy need to fucking get hold of: a smelting yeah. machine. Fuck yeah! Yeah. I'm not even entirely sure what that does. I don't no. think it's carbon neutral either. No, but I don't <laughs> care, mate, because there are certain things that are so awesome. You just can't care about the fucking. So we'll just change things a bit. Don't don't get in touch if you know how we can go carbon neutral. But do get in touch if you can provide us with a a, a smelting machine. A smelting machine would be amazing. Um, it was talked. I'm not about, even entirely sure what smelting is, Sam. I think it just is melting metal, usually gold. Yeah. It was discussed it's, a lot in the Hatton Garden job, wasn't it? Yeah. So. Melting is the standard level, and then smelting, smelting is the smelting next level is up. Profes- it's basically professional melting. Professional melting. You don't melting's like what kids do, right? Like yeah. you, you might have when you. I'm sure that like when you were a kid, you got your little plastic soldiers, covered them in lighter fuel, set fire to them, pretended mm-hmm. that they'd been attacked by Nazis with fire. I did that all the yeah. time. And you go, God, they're burning, they're melting in front of you. You're like, oh, oh the Nazis have got us with flamethrowers, right? Yeah. Of course, we've all done that. But I haven't done that. smelting is more like, you know, the Brinks mat robbers or the um, hat and garden job. They mm. get the gold, they fucking smelt it down and they turn it into other shit so it can't be traced. Smelting is basically adult melting, isn't it's it? It's adult melting. <laughs> The Brinks mat, Brinks mat lot, they nicked a load of gold, didn't they? And they um, smelted it. And then... Smelled the fuck over, didn't they? They, they reckon now, if if you have any jewellery on your person, right? Yeah. Jalapeño. If you like what you've been listening to on Top Flight Time Machine, why not consider heading over to patreon.com slash Machine, where you can subscribe Uh, Not only does your monthly subscription help support this podcast and keep it going, it also gives you access 
to a huge amount of extra exclusive content. Loads of extra episodes, yeah. You'll be getting an episode a day. And it costs less than a fiver, less than a pint. Whether you like it or not. Go to tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings to find out more and get involved. There's T-shirts and everything. I mean, for fuck's sake, what more do you want? Jalapeño. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Jalapeño. There is an 80% chance that some of it was from the Brinks Mat robbery. There'll be trace, <laughs> Brinks Mat traces in any bit of jewellery or wow. precious metal that you have in your home anywhere in Britain. The Docklands, it's- like Canary Wharf, that is half built out of smelted Brinks Mat robbery gold. <laughs> Honestly. Is that, why it's, is that why it's so shiny? Yeah. That's why, and they don't need to clean it because... Um, <laughs> gold is a metal that can't be dirtied. That's why it's so precious. Yeah. Uh, if you want to know more, just look up. There's a, some great documentaries you can watch about Brinks Matt, Kenny Noy, etc. And it's really mm-hmm. interesting. If you even watch a documentary about Kenny Noy, he finds out, you know. Yeah, it pops up on his Google alerts. What's yeah, this? I don't watch them. What's yeah. this? Some fucking punts is looking up old noisy boy again. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna have to deal don't, with this. Don't talk about don't talk about Kenny Noy, Sam. Kenny Noy. Listen. Different league. He'll no, smelt us. Listen, He'll smelt the fuck out of us. Don't worry. Don't, don't, don't hey. I can handle Kenny Noy. Right, don't Whoa! don't worry about fucking. I would like Kenny to disassociate myself me. from the comments made just then by Mister Delaney. I've got no intention of handling Kenny Noy. Listen, Kenny Noy's got a sense of humour, right? But oof. Kenny nothing Noy in the public domain got... suggests that Kenny Noy's got a sense of humour. So he's, I think he's from Bexley Heath. Um, I want to just find out a little bit more. Put in Kenny Noy plus smelting. See what comes up. Oh. Kenny Noy is a fucking... He's the king of smelting, isn't he? Fucking hell. He became... <laughs> oh, he's got dealings right near me. He's a, a police... Oh! Noy had begun a connection with corrupt officers by the time he was arrested for receiving stolen goods in 1977. He became a Freemason in January 1980, becoming a member of the Hammersmith Lodge in London. That's you in that lodge. area. No, they rejected, they rejected me. And I've made it my business to uh, bring them down ever since. Right. Uh, yeah. Fucking hell. Brinks map. Active as a fence. See, that's what we could be. We could be good fences. 
I don't want to be a fencer. Noy was among those involved in laundering a huge quantity of stolen gold bullion taken during the Brinksmack robbery by six armed men on 26th November 1983. While he was being investigated for his involvement in the crime, Noy fatally stabbed Detective Constable John Fordham, who was involved in the police surveillance of Noy in the grounds of his home. Acquitted of murder on the grounds of self-defence, he was found guilty of handing some of the stolen gold and a conspiracy to evade VAT. Hmm... Yeah, so he he was bang into the smelting game. So if Noy does get in touch, if you're listening, Kenny, um, we're interested in getting involved in smelting. You're widely regarded as one of Britain's most experienced and accomplished smelters. And perhaps you could give us some guiding. Uh, I've noticed there's a lot of money now in online courses. So what I hope to do is get a smelting machine, learn the ropes, Mm -hmm. and then start flogging to punters around the world download our 100 pound book right which gives you everything how to be a smelting how to start a smelting side hustle that will turn over a six-figure yearly salary yeah i used to work with a fellow at our price who uh, decided to leave he wasn't very good at the job let's to be to be honest Mm. he was management and he wasn't very good and he decided to leave and he was going to set up working from home he he bought a franchise a, a gold plating business Right. Where he would gold plate stuff for you. Nice. Never heard from him again. Fuck don't know how it went. Now. Well, that's because he's sounds like the kind of thing, really Sounds like the kind now. of thing that can't really work. Well, I doubt it. Who wants stuff gold plating? You want real gold. Do you know what I mean? But if you can't afford real gold, sometimes you have to get gold, you have to get gold plated instead. What would, what would you get? What have you got that you would get gold plated? Uh, my wedding ring. It's silver. I might get it gold plated so it's gold because gold's mm. better than silver. Um, right. A tooth. If I couldn't evolve a, a, a real tooth, you'd gold get tooth. A t- okay. You can't gold plate a tooth. Well, I'd give it a go. It's my parents' gold wedding anniversary in a couple of weeks, and I suggested I got them a gold tooth each. <laughs> Weirdly, gold, they weren't into the idea. Save yourself but, a few quid and get them a gold-plated tooth each. Yeah. That's just a normal tooth, which you can buy on eBay, a human tooth, right? Yeah. And then you just plated. get your Jam mate, your old mate from our price, our <laughs> gold-plating services limited, how can I help? All right, it's me. Established 1995. It's me, Andy, remember? Oh, yeah. Yeah, from our price, I remember. Still working there, are you? No, no. (laughs) Of course I'm not. It doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, fucking surprise, surprise. I knew that business was fucked. That's why I left. (laughs) Jump ship. Right. Got out while the going was fucking good. (laughs) So which way the wind was blowing, got into the gold plating game. (laughs) Never looked back. Let me tell you, right. You think people are going to be buying CDs forever? Well, you're wrong, right? Because it, not long from now, there'll be no fucking CDs. Everyone will just be buying gold-plated items of any sort. <laughs> now, anyway, what do you want, dickhead? And if it's a loan, you can forget it. <laughs> no, I need some gold-plating done. Right, what do you need? Some teeth. No problem. It's one of our specialities. You can either bring us your old human teeth or I can source some myself and gold plate them for you. <laughs> We've got some nice orphan teeth in at the moment, if you're interested. <laughs> We've got them out of a Victorian graveyard. <laughs> I've got a connection. The amazing thing about teeth is they never perish or rot. So, you know, I can send some of my lads... You know, the placement fellas, I can send them out digging in graveyards. They could come back after a night's digging with between 100, 200 weight of human teeth. 
Right. It's fine if you do it in a Victorian graveyard because the next of kin are all dead as well, so there's no emotional harm. It's kind of like mining, really. You Not can't like get sued. You can't get sued. Although, a fucking nightmare for me has been all this fucking who do you think you are business on the BBC. Because <laughs> suddenly every cunt's fucking trying to investigate their own fucking history, aren't they? Next thing you know, you're getting sued by some cunt who says you fucking dug up his great-great-great-great-great-great-grandfather's fucking teeth, right? And they reckon they've got the paperwork to prove it. Fuck off. Once the tooth... But once the tooth is gold-plated in my patented gold-plating system, right, it is it becomes untraceable. <laughs> so the trick is, is to get the teeth and get them plated ASAP. Through a loophole, it is technically regarded as a brand-new tooth and cannot be returned to its previous owner. <laughs> That's European law. I don't know what's going to happen after Brexit. Uh, that's all up in the air, obviously. But I... I'm thinking of moving to Ireland, though, put it that way. <laughs> Shipping my fucking teeth out there, aren't I, in a big fucking container? <laughs> <laughs> the grave system in Ireland is all over the fucking place. <laughs> anyway, this, uh, we should. We need, to get a, we? we need to get a smelting machine. We need to get a smelting machine, that's yeah. It. One there between was... us? One between us yeah, or top one, time machine, one each? Top flight time machine one. We'll keep it in Nottinghamshire. Because yeah. that's equidistant. That was spiritual home, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, shall we have a quick look at the predictions before we go? Yeah. Well, midweek predictions, Sam. You got five points, mate. Whoa. Did I get yeah. any exact scores? You did. You got, um, where is it? You got Burnley 1, Wolves 1. Mm, Last minute equaliser for Burnley. Knew that enough. I got two points, so right. you've gained a little bit of ground. A little bit, uh, not enough. Spot got two as well. Uh, I think we're into the last two fixtures coming up. Two and some games. Uh, sometimes got three. Well, some have got two. West Ham's still got three. So um, I'm on 153. You're on 139. Fucking hell! You know, still within touching distance. Couple of really good weeks, and you could yeah, do it. Have to be incredible weeks. Yeah, it would be, wouldn't it? Well, don't uh, forget though, West Ham have got three games and you get double points if you predict your own no, teams. No, you don't, you don't, you don't, because Sunderland don't play anymore. So we abandon that rule, unfortunately. <laughs> nice try though. Anyway, results bots got 119. Let's do this week's, this weekend's matches, shall we? Mm. Arsenal versus Manchester City, FA Cup semi-final. 90 minutes prediction this is, not 120. Interesting. City. I think it's going to be a draw. <clears throat> I think it's going to be two all after 90 minutes. Wow. But it's going to be a good game now. Well, I mean, Arsenal did well against Liverpool the other night, didn't mm. they? So, uh, um, I think City will do this the business here uh, by two go- two goals to one. Right. Manchester United versus Chelsea, other FA Cup semi-final. I'll go first. Yeah. 3-0 um, <clears throat> to Manchester United, I think. Wow. I'm going to say 2-1, mm. Man U. Okay. Man City, Man U final. I don't think there's ever been that before, has there? And there'll be no fans. Fancy that. Yeah. <laughs> um, onwards, the uh, fixture prediction blob has chosen West Ham versus Watford, which I believe is tonight's extravaganza. Eight o'clock. It's a nine-pointer. A nine-pointer. It? it is literally a nine-pointer. Yeah. It's massive game. Huge. What do you reckon? Twelve-pointer. I reckon West Ham are going to win it 3-1. 3-1, says Sam. Heart rule in the head there, perhaps. Uh, I'm going to go 2-2. Two, two. Wow. Well, if we win, <clears throat> we're safe, pretty much. 
That's it, yeah. Barring a kind of insane, like, you know, Villa winning their last two games by 10-0 or something. I think we're safe, so it's, it, could, it couldn't be bigger. I'm, I'm pretty nervous. Eight o'clock tonight, Len's staying up for the whole game. Um, for him. Friday night. my mate's coming round to watch it. I make him sit having in the... the curry? I've got to sit... We'll be having the curry. I've instructed my friend to come around after the curry. I don't <laughs> want him interrupting it. Because we always have curry <clears throat> and a film with the family, yeah. right? But we usually start quite early, about six-ish. Um, mm. uh, we start the film and the curry arrives. And I kind of just don't want him interrupting that. So because oh, we're watching, secret, isn't it? we're watching yeah. Casino Royale tonight, which I'm quite excited about, right? So before the football, yeah, what an evening, right? But mate, wow, double bill. The, the, the day started with me getting rid of the Xerox machine, right? Yeah. Then I'm having a takeaway curry and watching Casino Royale. Then my mates coming round, and we're gonna potentially watch West Ham survive survive in the Premier League right yeah if that result comes off this has got to go down as one of the greatest days of the year are you going to have a nap in the middle of it I think you might need one mm, yeah I should probably recharge quite a lot today but because if not set it'll, your it, timer if, if set your timer on yeah. your phone Sam I know because I go too deep don't I don't go deep not the day fuck's sake because it's feeling a little bit toy day-ish <clears throat> isn't it yeah, well, you know it is. I mean? It's toy day. It's toy day ish. It's the last day of school term. It is toy day. It's fucking toy day. National I, toy day. No wonder my mum's been trying to call me this morning. <laughs> She'll have fucking clocked. She'll be like going to hus- her husband Rod. Oh, I'm a bit worried. I'm a bit worried about Sam. It's toy it's day. Mindset. You know how he gets. He'll throw up. He always throws up on toy day because he gets too excited. And she doesn't even know about the Xerox machine. Oh, man. Yeah, National Toy Day. Hope you're enjoying yours wherever you are. Yeah. Um, Bournemouth versus Southampton. Two more to go. Um, I'll go first yeah. on this one. Bournemouth, Southampton. Um, whew, Southampton have got good all of a sudden, haven't they? Fucking hell. Um, oh, this is Southampton's going to win this. Southampton's going to win this. 1-0. Well, I think Bournemouth are fighting for their lives and they've had a couple of good performances and Southampton don't have much to play for. So I actually think Bournemouth will win this 1-0. Bournemouth will win this 1-0. During the Southampton match last night, the the Black Lives Matter kneel stance at the beginning, I think it cut to Ralph Hassenhutl, Ralph Rabbit Hutch. Yeah. And I think he threw some kind of gang shape with his hand. No. While he was on his knee. I think what, he like did. he's in like he's in the Crips? Y- yeah. Do you think he could be? I think that's what he did. I'm pretty sure he did. Apologies if he didn't, but I think that's what I saw. I'm going to try and Google it now. I could I'll see him as a member of the Crips or the Bloods. Probably the Crips. So he seems more of a Crips man. No one's mentioned it on Twitter, so perhaps I just imagined it, but he did some kind of thing with his hand. Like, like, like that sort of thing. Fucking awesome. Like well, Snoop Dogg might do. Yeah, I was like, wow, okay. <laughs> Fair anyway, enough, Ralph. Onwards. I wouldn't fight Ralph, would you? No, fuck no. He'd no. be very... There's hidden depths there. He'd be very low on my list of managers I would fight. He, he's very softly spoken, but you can imagine he'd be sadistic as fuck. And look he'd at be him. like weird shit. He's a fucking fuck bear of a man. He's, yeah, he, he's probably fought bears. I was, when I grew up, my parents adopted a bear who was my only sibling. And they would invite their friends round to our lodge 
we lived in a lodge in the Black Forest, and I we would, lived off the land. And I would be made to fight with the bear for their friends' entertainment. And very often the bear would hurt me badly, but I would always get back up and fight until the bear was exhausted. <laughs> we treated the bear as a family member. He enjoyed it as much as I did. My 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 father always favoured the bear. Uh, his name was Hans, and my father, he never said it explicitly, but he favoured Hans over me. Um, I do not know why, and it it but it drove me the insecurity and the self-esteem issues that my father's attitude towards the bear um, inflicted upon me is what has driven me in my managerial and football career. Look, looking back, I, I now thank my father for the attitude he had towards me and the bear because it has made me the man I am. <laughs> the bear is still alive and I intend, <laughs> despite the fact that I see him as a brother like any other... I will one day destroy the bear. <laughs> Once I am rich enough to be above the law, I will have the bear terminated. I will have it stuffed and gold-plated. <laughs> and I will force my father to look at it. Look, father! Look at it! Look, look upon, on your bear now! Look upon your bear! Look what it has become! He is perhaps not so handsome now, I think. <laughs> I have conquered it and gold-plated it. I, Ralph Hasenhudel, <laughs> as a winner, and then I will throw a gang shape. <laughs> oh, father, you must, you are so old now and weak. And look at your bear, he can no longer protect you, father. <laughs> now it is your turn. I will go back. I will you. smelt you. <laughs> no, son, you don't understand. Parenthood is very difficult. I always loved you. No, you did not. You loved the bear. And now you shall be smelted. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't uh, fight him. I probably, if I, no. if it, the easiest fight, no brainer. Graham Potter, one punch, bang, you'd spark him out. Yeah. Oh God, yeah, easily. Potter. Yeah. Potter, yeah. the easiest. Fucking, but talking of Brighton fucking... managers, I tell you one who's an unlikely hard nut in my mind. Chris Hutton wouldn't definitely. Fight him. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't want to hurt you, Sam. But if you continue to behave in that aggressive way towards me, I will have to shut you down. Do you know what I mean? It, it's mostly mental with him, isn't it? He'd do one of it's those really sudden chops to my um, throat. You know, like air pipe. <laughs> I'd lose my breath. Keel over yeah. and then he'd just do me. <laughs> oh, I'm still trying to find evidence of Hasenhutl doing the fucking throwing a ship. But no, maybe not. Just lastly, uh, real quick, and anyone can get in touch on Twitter we've got, if they want hang on, to. We've got another what? fixture to do, oh, yeah? Okay. Hang on. Right. Tottenham oh. Leicester. Ugh. 1 0 Spurs. I'll Thank say, you. I'm going to say 1 0 Leicester. Oh, all right then. Fair enough. Yeah, what were you going to say? Quick Leniverse update. There's been a lot of activity. Oh, good. But um, uh, Jeffrey Skate is now the manager of Hammersmith United, who have been bought yep. by Spencer Whitehouse, who retired. You never guess what he's done. He's fucking marched over the bridge to their arch local rivals, Barnes, and he has bought, for way over the odds, so Barnes couldn't say nothing, they're in financial trouble, he's bought both Michael Fresh and Ronald Smith. They're both their what strikers. The both England strikers. Signed them both. Wow. Bang. 
put him in to replace Spencer Whitehouse. And he's made about Shit. four other signings. So big stuff going on. And the New England manager gets named this weekend. I'll keep you posted Brilliant. on Twitter. I, I try to do a lot of it on Twitter now because there are some people who can't get their nut around. Fuck, the no, 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 no. Do it on here. Fuck them. <laughs> it's our podcast. The day we start pandering to what we think some of the listeners want, that's the day we're fucked. Yeah, that's true. And also, you know, we've spent, as men of the creative industries, right? Mm-hmm. New idea for a Twitter bio, men of the creative industries. We have spent <laughs> a lifetime having to listen to dickheads giving yeah. us fucking feedback about mm-hmm. what the audience supposedly do and don't want, right? Yeah. Fucking focus groups, research. Oh, this is what our guys kind of... We've it, it it is fucking boring, tedious, and pointless, right? Yeah. So the whole point of doing this, in a way, is that we can do whatever the fuck we want. So you're right. Fuck off, everyone. I'm going to give you more Leniverse. Yeah, not less. Right, that's it then. Uh, we'll be back on uh, Monday. We might be back Sunday evening, actually. Yeah. If you're IFS, we might get it early. Yeah. Why not? We're rescheduling uh, our record of no interest to you but maybe it is who knows uh, we are rescheduling our recording process which will benefit both you and us we are podding smarter yeah. 2020 pod smart thank you goodbye see ya Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.